jingle bells, keto smells, paleo go away. Celery juice might give you the toots and ruin your holiday. Hey! Jingle bells, slim fast smells, noom can go to hell. Don't be shy and eat some pie, trauma takes time to heal. Going through the buffet, filling up your plate with all your favorite foods. Smiling all the way, don't listen to the trolls, eat another roll. You don't need to justify the food upon your plate. Oh, jingle bells, keto smells, paleo go away. Celery juice might give you the treats and ruin your holiday. Hey, jingle bells, slim fast smells, noom can't go to hell. Don't be shy and eat some pie, trauma takes time to heal. Hello, and welcome to No Brody Asked for This, a Brazier Culture Takedown. I'm Megan. I'm Kendra. And I'm Katie. And just kidding, this is No Body Asked for This, Diet Culture Takedown. But a lot of us are off, hopefully, getting some time off for Christmas and the holidays. And my hope for you is that you get to go braless if you normally don't. All day today, all day yesterday, all day and forever. No. I wish. So this is our holiday episode. We're going to get into the shit that comes up around the holidays. And we're going to interview the newest member of our team. Finally. That's right. Yes. Be excited. If you're new to the podcast, go to season two, episode six called Holiday Minisode. That's back from 2019. It's honestly one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Give it a listen. You'll have a good time. You'll enjoy it. And also throughout this episode, we're going to sprinkle in some holiday parody songs of yore for you to enjoy once again. What are we getting up to, Kendra? Okay. We got some segments coming your way. And the first one that we're going to dive into is 5X of Resistance to Diet Culture. For the holiday season. What we want to take you through right now are five ways that you can respond in, you know, these real fun situations that tend to come up for us in the holidays, being back around family, extended family, maybe even friends from childhood. And as we are trying to grow and change and deal with our internalized fat phobia, It can often show up around these dinner tables. And so we're going to start with a few ways that you can clap back or offer a gentle comeback, however you want to best approach the situation. (laughs) We have a spectrum for you from gentle to spicy. Is that our meter? Yeah, and we're going to start with gentle. Mm. So who wants to guess who's taking over the gentle response? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. You got it. It's me, Megan. So um, this one is just a classic Southern approach to shadiness. Mm. And we love all those things. If somebody starts talking about a diet that they've been on, that they're going to do, that they're perhaps recommending to you, you just say, bless your heart. (laughs) And you can even add like, oh, bless your heart. Mm. 
and that's it. That's fucking it. Then you're done. And they know if they know, they know, they know, they know. And you don't even have to, if you don't feel comfortable saying it out loud, you can just (laughs) do the face and the head, the head tilt. Yeah, that's so true. They'll know. Mm. They'll still know that like, oh, baby girl, bless your heart. Bless your heart is a, it's a, it's an energy. It's a, yes. The way of living, if you will. Yes. I feel like it's like, I am fucking unbothered mm-hmm. kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a little bit shady. You can totally take that approach or an approach I like to take. We might call it a reverse educational approach, which is to <laughs> say someone says uh, a comment about somebody else in the room to you, or mm-hmm. they're going to have to run this off. You know, they're going to have that extra piece of pie. Mm-hmm. And you can just look at them with big doe eyes and go, huh, what do you mean? And let them have to figure out how to d- either dig that hole deeper or get themselves out of it. Um, it's their work to do, not yours. That's yeah. the bottom line here. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our last way, coming in think- with all the spice. Yeah, I think that the best way to handle it, especially I like this as like a bystander comeback too. like if you see someone being shitty to someone else, just say, worry about your divorce, Sharon. (laughs) You got your own issues to worry about. You don't need to worry about anyone else's like worry about yourself. Worry about your divorce. Worry about the things that are going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Something that is in both of your responses is the whole idea of if you see something, say something. If you see harm being done, jump in there. If somebody's like faltering and you feel like they need a little advocacy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the one way. The other way is maybe a little more internalized, maybe a little more for you and you alone. And it's to have a mantra ready for these moments that come up. Um, my mantra that I take with me is these people are not in my everyday life. These people are not in my everyday life. (laughs) Like you are here for a moment and then you're back to your everyday life, you know, in order to make it through Megan, what's yours? Mine is a classic. It's been with me for many years. And that is just, I don't value thinness Mm -hmm. because usually the comments that I find to be distressing that's the whole bottom line is that they're valuing thinness. And so I got to get real clear and say, hmm, that's okay. You, you do you, I don't value that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. such a good one. And so important. Um, what about you, Katie? Mine is that I deserve to feel good and eating an extra helping of breakfast casserole on Christmas morning makes me feel mm-hmm. good yeah. or on the same note, not running a 5k on Thanksgiving day makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, um, Similar to Megan, like if that, if running a 5k does make you feel good, more power to you, but that is not my journey. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. Okay. That I like that as a clap back to like, not my journey. Yeah. That is not my journey. It is your journey to go on the mantra. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got comebacks and we've got mantras and the third one is boundaries and The boundary that I like to put in place, especially in the holiday season, is inspired by a Kelly Clarkson tune from her very first record. And it goes into the chorus. Hey, 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 
hey, just walk away. That's what I do. Like that's always an option. Yeah. And you don't even need an excuse. No, no like, my favorite I thing to- is just to like look really confused and be like, oh, I need to go ask my dad something. <laughs> like <laughs> just wait, generally <laughs> just general confusion. Yeah. <laughs> I like or, that. Mom, you needed me? Oh, I'm what? so sorry. I'm needed. Yes, or just looking yeah. at your phone, like nothing's happening. But like, oh, it seems like bye. I, yeah. <laughs> <Walk away. laughs> Yeah. What is another one, uh, Katie? What is our one of our next acts of resistance? I think like once you walk away, I always like to have someone on dial that I know I can talk to mm-hmm. just to like vent. Um, first, definitely like asking if they have the capacity to like listen to me vent because everyone's dealing with this kind of thing this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend Devin um, from college is my favorite person to call FaceTime, even just send her a quick text message being like, oh, I just cannot even. And she's someone who is like, yep, totally get it. That sucks. And that's all I needed. Like it's not yeah. offering advice, not offering like, yeah. like a solution. It's just like a sounding board kind of which is definitely a hard person to be like if you're someone who gets called like mad props to you because you know it's a tough place to be but yeah definitely need yeah. it it's that validation it's like yeah mm-hmm. I'll be in a room and things will be said and I'm literally the only one who hears it the way I hear it you know what I yeah. mean yeah and mm-hmm. it's like I need someone else who when I say this they will also have the same reaction I just <laughs> yeah you because know? it because diet culture gaslights us because it's so pervasive mm-hmm. yeah it's everywhere that sometimes you're like wait that was fucked up right yeah yeah totally but totally. you need someone else who's awakened to how it's a and, system of oppression to be able to like no yeah that was fucked yeah up. yeah and oftentimes Even if that's not-, not somebody who's in your in the room with you like True. Often, yeah. a lot of us are doing this we don't have somebody who we can catch eyes with across the room when the thing is said mm-hmm. you know and be like yeah. you heard that right the same way yeah. I heard that, you know, so it's important to have that friend to be able to phone. Absolutely. Megan. Megan, what about you? Okay. So this is one that requires a moment. Take a beat. Think, hmm, what do I have capacity wise right now? Where's, where's my band with that? And if you're feeling generous and you're feeling compassionate, uh, you can choose to do a little bit of education. So you could say something like, hey, weight isn't a good indicator for health. Or, hey, you should read this book. <laughs> or, hey, you're wrong about that, but I don't have the time to tell you why. <laughs> so here's a list of books you can read. Or, oh my God, lucky for you, I have an entire podcast uh, with many, many episodes for you to learn about this. Now, all of those are like a little bit saucy still. So like, you can do it in a different way where it's like, you know what? I've been there too. I've been where you are and had those same thoughts and feelings. And guess what? I found a lot of freedom in this shift that I've been doing. And then, you know, you go from there if you want to, and maybe that one feels better. I find that sometimes when you offer a teachable moment, it's like, you make this statement and then you have to let them come. Like you do, you go the 10% mm-hmm. and you have to yeah. let them come the rest. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's, you know, you're not trying to get into a debate about it. You're not trying Correct. you know. So yeah. there you go. Listeners, you got comebacks, you got mantras, you mm-hmm. got boundaries, you got mm-hmm. phone a friend, you got take a teachable moment, five acts of resistance to diet culture for the holiday season. Take them 
and use them. So you can use all of these acts of resistance in our upcoming festive fat phobia bingo that we're going to post on Instagram. Um, Yeah. So we'll have, you know, some favorites, some fan favorites during the holiday season. Um, You know, watching a movie with a fat phobic character, if a Mm. relative mentions Noom or another diet that they're on um, or that they're planning to start in the new year, or um, someone commenting about Santa's body negatively. I can't tell you how common that it's so, it just like boggles my mind that we're like, oh, love, love Santa. And then it's like, but man, how's Santa getting around or whatever. It's like, why? Who? Why? It's are like we- number one. He's not real. So this concern, it's <laughs> exactly. like the epitome. It's the epitome of concern trolling because, like, he's not even real. Right. So, like, your your values are showing, and they're not actually about if you're concerned for Santa because yeah, he's not real. Great. It's real wild that that is, and I think it's like people don't know what to say or something. Like people think they're funny when yeah, they people do, you do know- think they're funny. And it's like, but you guys realize this, you all say this every year, the same thing every year. It's like, get a new joke. But you can cross it off on your bingo card. And if you choose to participate, please post it on your Instagram story and tag us in it so that we can see, we can see your board. What I love about this fat phobia bingo idea is one, you get the solidarity of like, oh, fuck, this happened to me. But then you also get the triumph of like, this is what I did about it to take care of myself. There are good things. There are good things that you can celebrate with it too. Like eating what you wanted. Yeah. There are so many small things that you can do that you may not categorize as acts of resistance, but they are, they're empowering. Absolutely. Cool. Look out for that on our social meets. Said many 
cards and other gravies on your plate. And if your mother comes inside your face, leave the house and just go out for time. Eat the foods you want this holiday. not said many times, many ways, let your body guide If you've been paying attention to our social media, or if you've been listening to our Way Down Takedown series, you have been introduced to the newest member of our team, Katie Norton. We're so excited to interview you. How you doing? I'm great. (laughs) I was going to do it, but I didn't want to interrupt. (laughs) Here with the social media skills and also her own sound effects. You know, I'm a... What can I say? I'm a one-woman show. Katie, why don't you fill the audience in on a couple of fun facts about you and also um, let us know your pronouns and what your preferred size descriptors are. Yeah, so I am a writer. I That's my day job, pays the bills. My pronouns are she, her. I live in Nashville. I am also a child of the late 20th century mm-hmm. uh, the late 1900s and my preferred size descriptor has changed a lot especially in the recent years um, since I've gotten more into the podcast but I would say curvy um, small fat um, a cool. bad bitch if you will yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a great. Okay, just just making notes on my own list. I don't know. And also, a size descriptor as much as it is just like a general life a vibe. descriptor that Your I vibes. try to emulate. Might try to emulate. Yeah. Sometimes um, I'm a sad bitch. Sometimes I'm a bad bitch. You know. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. Sad bitch vibe. <laughs> Isn't that always how it goes? It's always yeah. how it goes. Katie, do you also happen to have a cuddly cat? Oh, I have three cuddly cats. Yes. So I am a cat lady through and through. Two of them are twins, like Siamese twins, not in the sense that they are connected at the limb, but um, <laughs> they were born from the same litter and they are Siamese. So it's like very much Lady in the Tramp energy. Um, they That's kind of creepy though, well. right? Like in that movie, they kind of wanted to eat a baby. Yeah. Right. They and also did? like not great like <laughs> racial undertones. Um yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But um they are so very cute and they do like snuggle together and like Aww. walk together and like it's kind of weird sometimes. Oh but yeah. Gosh. So far I haven't experimented with the baby eating thing, but um, okay, keep us not. posted. <laughs> well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we definitely want updates. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um once I find a baby to to experiment with okay wait (laughs) have I just never seen actually seen Lady and the Tramp that I did not know that so before we get a little bit into your body timeline I want to know 
What's your astrological sign? What's your Enneagram oh. number if you know oh. it? What's your strengths oh. finder if you have it identified? Give us all the deets. We need the <laughs> disc um, and the Myers Briggs. Let's just yeah, I can give you all of them. I can absolutely give you. What's all your them. blood type? Like, give it mm-hmm. all to us. Mm-hmm. Your social security um, number. Yeah. 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 Your no, no, your I'll mom's your mom's maiden <laughs> name. <laughs> Yes. So I am, first of all, first and foremost, I am an Aries uh, sun sign with Gemini moon and rising. So yeah, it's kind of weird because my stepsister, who's the same age as me, she is a Gemini sun with Aries moon and rising. So we also have the same middle name, which is just weird. And we're step siblings. Yeah. But anyway, yes. So Aries sun, um, Gemini moon and rising. I am an Enneagram four with a five wing. Um, So I just like to think about myself a lot <laughs> nice um <laughs> yeah um, very deeply very very, very deeply, deeply. Yeah, very yeah. deeply yes yeah. and are um, you are you a little ragey sometimes is that how little, Aries comes in mm-hmm, little ragey mm-hmm. but like same, same same very short like very just like I'm in it and then I'm not like I can just like okay get through that pretty quickly that's um, great I, I think really that's that. probably my like Gemini okay like moon and rising coming in there but yeah so I can like turn it on and turn it off really fast I get care mad a lot that was a word that my manager introduced to me was care mad like that sort of like um what's the word I'm looking for like righteous anger like uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I get that a lot too not me I just get angry my best friend Mackenzie she the one she first introduced herself to be she's like yeah I have the rage of a thousand songs and I was like yeah I mean I think I like generally speaking I probably have the rage of like a bath and body works three wick candle um (laughs) (laughs) unless like it is someone like that I love and care for if I see someone like coming for them then watch out yeah tell us about your like body timeline and that doesn't have to be a whole big thing but basically like what were the messages that you got about your body? What were the feelings you had about your body growing yeah. up? I love, I'll preface this by saying, I love my mother. Um, yeah. But when <laughs> we started I- our interviews the same <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. We all love our mothers. <laughs> we love our mothers. Doing um, the best they could with what they had. And my stepmother, I will say too, like, and my dad had a lot of like impact um, on me in terms of my body timeline. I will say that when I was a very young child, my parents got divorced when I was eight. And from then on, I lived with my mom. Um, My dad is still very much in the picture, but just like we lived with my mom. Um, She was a personal trainer. Oh. And she's also been very much the type to kind of there's probably a word that you guys have for this, but just like where you diet and then it, then, then you stop dieting and then you diet again. And then, and then you stop dieting. So her yeah. like weight fluctuated a lot. And she would also get on these like health kicks where she would be like really gung ho about, you know, whatever diet or weight loss thing she was pursuing. Um, so that was like very influential, like when I was a kid. Um, and I remember like the thing that like clicked where it kind of turned inward there was a time I remember my mom was also just like a high school teacher. Um, so there was a time when we were coming home from school. Um, cause we would go to her classroom after we were done and just like wait for her to be done. Um, and one of her coworkers had a daughter who was several years older than me. Like she was in high school and I was in middle school or elementary. Um, and 
I remember there was at one point, I don't remember anything else about the context, but there was one point we were coming home from school and she said, you know, one day you might fill out like Chelsea did, um, is her coworker's daughter who was older. You know, she was saying like, your Chelsea was, you know, chubby when she was little, like, and now she's beautiful, like that kind of thing. Um, and that was sort of like a moment where I was like, wait, so like I'm not beautiful now like Mm. yeah and then that became like the goal like okay like maybe when I get taller like I won't be chubby like you know I can wear the same clothes that all my friends are wearing and not like feel different Mm. um and that kind of you know fed into as it does fed into um middle school high school um I also went through puberty very early, like around the same time that my parents got divorced was about the time that I started developing. Um, Yeah. So I, my body was already looked a lot different than my friends. Um, And that also made me approach like my gender identity. Like I rejected femininity for a long time and I was like, not really into like dresses or you know girly things um and that also affected my like sexuality (laughs) not to get too into it but like that all kind of like affected my how I viewed my body and not in a great way so when I got to college um I was in a sorority and that was simultaneously like one of the best parts and worst parts of my college experience for a number of reasons um but you know because it was like very empowering to be like part of a community of women um a lot of people have very negative experiences with sororities and I totally understand that um I think it was just like the culture on our campus was more positive um but there was a point in my junior or senior year of college where I started you know getting more into my personal blogging um I created a website um and I met a bunch of met on the internet (laughs) um started following a bunch of very like body I mean we I don't like to use this word but like body positive influencers who you know were just not they just like own, like they just lived in their bodies and mm. were just like confident. And that was something that I hadn't really had much experience with. Yeah. Um, so that was sort of around the time when I realized like, yeah, like diet culture is bullshit, right? Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know why we're like spending so much money and time and energy, like just trying to live in a thinner body. I was like, this is yeah. exhausting and I'm not mm. going to give this like yes. m- any more energy than it's like taken from me already. Um, so that was sort of around the time when I was like more into um, like weight neutrality um, to put that, you know, in a different set of words. Um And it's just been, you know, it's been a growth process. Like, I won't say that that was like an overnight thing when it just clicked because it took a lot of unlearning and I'm still unlearning a lot of things. Um, And also just finding the language to use um, when talking about diet culture as a whole. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing all of that. That's, I mean, it's, it's so, there are so many similarities in all these stories that we hear of people's processes. And then also like, I feel like I learn something every time I hear somebody's story, like 
yeah. something else well, that, into place. I mean, that was the whole way I got connected to the podcast too. And I mean, I discovered the podcast through, um, my hairstylist, uh, shout out to Liv. She's the best. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it was more once I, you know, saw the great work that you guys were doing with the podcast and had my own thoughts. And I knew like, just, I mean, my background with digital marketing, I was like, I could like offer my skill set to them. I don't know if they would find value in it, but, <laughs> um, it was, you know, kind of bridging the gap between, you know, my experience with my blog and my own, you know, coming of age story with social media. Yeah. Um, and then kind of combining that with the great work of the podcast. Just to be real clear, lots and lots and lots of value added. So much value. <laughs> so much value added. Invaluable value. Invaluable value. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys saying that a lot. I just, well, I just remembered something that I meant to say when I like was first started talking about you, but I, I can't remember, but I do think I started following you after I started seeing Liv as a hairstylist. Um, but then like, it was way before the podcast. And I remember following you on Instagram and being like, oh my God, finally, like a local fat woman that like has amazing style. Like I just ate your pictures up because I was oh. like, cause to me it was like, oh, she's living her life unapologetically and she has really good taste. Like, so <laughs> that's kind you. of funny that like, I was very inspired by you, like before even knowing you or oh. before we even started this, this podcast truly. Really. That just gave me like all the warm, fuzzy feelings. So the fun way that this all happened was we were doing a book, uh, book club this summer, which we do sometimes in the summer. <laughs> this one was on the body is not an apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. And so we kind of like put out the ad and then said RSVP and you RSVP. And I was like, ah, Katie from hair. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Katie from hair, from, you know, from, the musical. I know her from hair. And so I think at one point you suggested something like we were, I think we were talking about fat, fat icons and like asking people for fat icons. And we were like, what do we do with this? And you were like, oh, you should make it like a, um, a highlight like on your Instagram. And then I was like, oh, great idea. Would you like to uh, help us with that strategy? No, I do you think, remember. No, actually, I think you I made think... it, you made it as a joke. Yeah. I think you said it as a joke, like, oh, like, please like come help us. And I was like, say less. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to do that. And then I, I remember like reaching out being like, Hey, I've just been thinking about this a lot lately. Like if this is something that you would genuinely like, I would love to help with this. Yes. Um, and then it was like kind of a matter of finding out like what you guys wanted, like what you needed help with, what you were kind of feeling. And I think it's just become more of an organic thing. Like, Hey, I have this idea. And they're like, great. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and Katie, I don't know if you know this and Megan, I don't know if you remember, but kind of at the exact same time, parallel to that, Megan and I were having this conversation yeah. of saying like, we can't keep all of this up. Like we yeah. need somebody yeah. to help and to join and trying to think of who, and then I'm not even kidding. It might've been 48 hours later yeah. that Megan goes, um, so remember Katie from the book club? Well, she just offered to like do our social media. I actually think or you whatever. saw the DM for, I think it was a DM and I think you saw it first. And you were like, did you see what? Oh yeah, you're right. I did and see I it was, first. Like, I felt like we won the lottery. 
we were and we were Aww. like i said i'm I'm not saying this to just yet but but fuck yes is the answer yeah yeah it. that's exactly <laughs> what it was yeah yeah well i just remember i was on my way with my uh friend Mackenzie to her parents house we were just like going up to visit and we had our first call and I was like yeah I don't know like what you guys I have all these ideas like whatever you feel comfortable with I don't want to like take anything over from you because you guys are awesome and I don't want to imply that you guys are doing a bad job either it's just like here are my ideas um and we were like here you go here's the account (laughs) yeah (laughs) the keys to the castle um also too like I will admit myself that, you know, I came in hot with a lot of ideas and even I've like come to realize that it can be a lot to manage on top of like full-time jobs or even like in Megan's case going to school full-time. I can't even imagine how that, um, is doable, but, um, you know, it is definitely a nice outlet to like scream into the void. Um, (laughs) and also like learning a lot of things, you know, that I wouldn't necessarily have the platform to learn just on my own, Mm. um, with like (laughs) trolls and getting a bit thicker skin and, um, not letting all of like the little minuscule comments that are just like out of like, just ignorance or pure malice like not letting that take take energy from me yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so talk more about what your experience has been like with social media yeah um (laughs) it's it's funny I don't know if anyone else can remember their first Instagram post um but I remember that mine I had just gotten an iPhone um I want to say it was like 2011 2012 Mm -hmm. um and it was like a picture of um a little like necklace pendant that I got it was an elephant and I (laughs) used some horrible like preset Instagram filter that is just like super like you could just super edit it and like you could just tell like you know the the old school days of Instagram Mm -hmm. um since then like I have learned a lot just like taught myself a lot about like how Instagram works and like you know I think that's become true more as just like as Facebook has kind of come under the microscope for a lot of things like how shitty it is when it comes to like affecting teenage girls mental health and like the stuff that they know is just like gets me care mad (laughs) yes um and so that on top of you know, my professionally, like I wasn't really sure. I'm still kind of like finding what I want to do professionally. Um, but I know that like digital marketing has been like a big thing that I've enjoyed doing. I started doing it when I worked for Warby Parker. Um, and so it's been kind of a learning process, which is true of, you know, anything because it changes so quickly. Um, but just sort of understanding, you know, if you see a trend, like you have to hop on it immediately. Um, or, you know, this is like, this is a new feature that Instagram is rolling out. Like here's how it can impact like the people that are seeing your content. Cause it's not just a neutral, like meritocracy where like good content gets good Mm -hmm. attention. Um, and I think that's something definitely that I've learned with the podcast running the podcast page um because you know reels have been a big thing Mm -hmm. and that's invited a lot of trolls um, onto our page Mm -hmm. which is sometimes like a nice opportunity to engage with I would say like if it's highlighting something about diet culture that's like a common 
misconception or like a common theme or a common thing that just gets repeated blindly um challenging those kind of publicly has been you know that's nice but not so nice are the ones that are just like personal attacks of just like shitty ignorant people um or people who are like that's their goal is to to bring harm um to someone else but um you know of all with all of that there's also all of the lovely people that I've gotten to meet on social media and um you know for every troll there are a hundred people who are going to come through and like like all of your posts like Kendra (laughs) invited everyone to do the other day um like all of the posts and send sweet messages and you know I have a smile file of you know positive things that I can look back on um too if I'm feeling down but yeah I mean I think that's something that is gonna happen more or like is gonna be more of a requirement as we evolve and like social media um becomes more part of our life is just like knowing when to put it down um knowing when to like step back knowing how to set that boundary Mm -hmm. (laughs) as we talked about earlier um and I think for kids too like that's gonna be like a bigger thing with Mm -hmm. um parents like teaching them kind of because it's not it's not it's not practical or reasonable to say like oh we'll just don't don't do it like don't be on there because that's like that's just not how it's part of our lives now yeah Yeah. and like whether we like it or not it's so a part of like things that you wouldn't even expect like our shopping habits and you know the way we can you know access news but I'm rambling now I'm on a (laughs) I'm on a soapbox I think it's an interesting point because for a lot of the people that we've asked sort of how did you start making this switch mentally or how did you start unlearning things and a lot mm-hmm. of people mention social media yeah. they found they curated their social media media feed they found accounts that aligned with their values and so it's hard because like it can do so much damage but it can also mm-hmm. build community Absolutely. and it, it's like you can't really just opt in for one or the other like you kind of have to yeah you have take to it all like, and learn how to navigate it um, yeah. because for sure like for every finspo account mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are also you know just as many amazing like haze aligned nutrition accounts or like just people who are out here being their authentic selves and celebrating yeah. it and celebrating each other and um that's the part that I want to be a part of. Yeah. But you can't really like pick and choose that all the time, unfortunately. <clears throat> yeah. I want to play a quick game that we haven't even discussed. And if it falls flat, it falls flat. <laughs> um, so Kendra and I. Is it a drinking game or? Um... Yes, it can be. Kendra and I are going to rapid fire, give you a choice of two things. And you tell us which one you choose just to get to know you a little better. <sighs> okay. Love us. Are you ready? Sweet or salty? Sweet. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Morning or evening? Mm, mid-morning. <laughs> Dresses or pants? Oh, don't make me pick just one. <laughs> I, immediately, immediately I thought of a pair, an awesome pair of sequin pants that I have Ooh. in my closet right now. And an awesome, like, um, 
I don't even know how to describe it. It's this like maroon dress that I have. And I'm like, I can't even pick between you can't choose. those two. They're both. They're great. your children. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Comedies or drama? Mm, drama, probably. Okay. Especially if it's like a medical drama. I was just about to say. I was just to say. How I Met Your Mother or The Office? Mm. I have an answer, a very clear answer. I have a very See, clear I didn't answer. really like get into how I met your mother. Like I've seen a few episodes, but I'm gonna say Parks and Rec. I'm gonna go like <laughs> okay, that's good. Third yeah, party yeah. independent yeah, yeah. on that one. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you ready? Torrid yeah. or Lane Bryant? Hmm. Well, uh, oh my word, go the with... pause. Okay, I didn't think Lane I'm gonna, was gonna go... be that close in the running. Well, because that was the only place I could buy my bras for a really long time. True, um, true. Lane Bryant. Like, that okay. was the only place that I could find, you know, in a mall or wherever, like, yeah. locally that I could find yeah. where buy bras my size. Um, but I will say Tord has better style. And they have my all-time favorite boots that I've ever bought my entire life. So, yeah. it's a draw for me, which I know is, like kind of shitty because Tord is no, we love more them both. size inclusive. Well, Tord yeah. is more size inclusive, I yeah. think. But yeah. um, for like staples, I've had better luck with Lane Bryant. Okay. Tord is and- good for trends. Lane Bryant is good for staples. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. I'll think of one. Hold on. I'll think of one. McDonald's or Taco Bell? Mm. Oh, oh gosh. It really depends on. You have wrong to. right now. Wrong. Today. Taco Bell. <laughs> And I was gonna say wrong McDonald's. (laughs) I was. I mean, I I was honestly gonna answer that with a Wendy's only for their spicy nuggets. Um, Okay. Marvel Universe or Harry Potter Universe? Mm. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm gonna say Marvel just because J.K. Rowling is so problematic. I know. Um, I'm sorry. I should. I should have specified. Sans J.K. Sans the turf queen yeah but also shouldn't you have said nc versus where's the superman marvel dc, DC. versus marvel dc well, versus marvel no i said what i wanted to say no oh yeah. okay i okay, also okay, okay. don't really care about dc i'm more invested in the marvel cinematic universe okay. um okay. but i'm still gonna say marvel because um they're still doing stuff even though they are i'm just like gonna go <laughs> <laughs> They're owned by Disney, and Disney is like another like evil. Um, even though let's say like ethics stuff. aside, mm. ethics aside, mm-hmm. neutral content. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel still just because okay. it's All so right. big. There's lots to offer everyone. Chocolate or vanilla? Oh, chocolate, easy. Chocolate. I'm alone on an island. That's the, the right vanilla. answer, Katie. <laughs> the vanilla island. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, chocolate is always the right answer. Megan. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could never get enough chocolate. I will say that. Backstreet Boys or In Sync? In Sync. Absolutely. I agree. Wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. The answer is Hanson. The answer is <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I'm still going to go with In Sync, um, if only because I loved. Justin Timberlake and his ramen noodle hair phase, even though he, despite all <laughs> of the ramen noodle um, hair phase, <laughs> despite how shitty he treated Britney, um, yeah. which I didn't realize at the time, I will, I will say that that I didn't, I was too young to understand. None of us realized it. Yeah, yeah. All these and questions are ethics aside. And this has been kind of rapid fire with Katie. <laughs> <laughs> 
wanna eat some dinner. Come on, let's go fill up our plates with all these yummy festive Christmas foods. They're right in front of you. Just taste a bit of all the dishes and then decide how you will fill your plate. Do you wanna eat some dinner? Some yummy festive Christmas dinner with dessert. Okay, so final um final segment. I feel like we need like segment changing music here. Like yum yeah. yum 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 Okay, but make it Christmas. Oh, add some jingle bells yum, in the background. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Last Christmas. Okay. Yum, wow. yum, yum, yum. They all are in the same. Yum, 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 yum. I've yum, always great. thought yum, if I, yum, I think yum, 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 just yum, let her finish yum, it. She's got to finish. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. It's like Michael Scott in the office. You gotta, you gotta let her batteries die first. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about our favorite holiday foods. Mm. Okay. Mm, 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 Um, You know that we love to talk about snacks and we love to talk about food to normalize non-restrictive eating. And holidays are maybe the hardest time for us to do that because of, like we said at the beginning of the episode, what we're walking into, who we're walking into it with. Um... And, um, and just bringing our own stuff with us wherever we go. So Megan, why don't you kick us off and tell us what, uh, some of your favorite holiday foods are. Love to, they're all sweets. And the first one is puppy chow. Some people call it muddy buddies. Okay. Mm -hmm. So puppy chow, if you are not familiar, is just a rice check cereal, and then you're going to melt some semi-sweet chocolate chips with some peanut butter. You're going to coat the cereal in that. Butter. And you're going to coat it with butter. And then you're going to coat it with powdered sugar. Voila. Easy. Delicious. So Delicious. You set it out in a little like Christmas bowl. Yes. People grab a handful when they walk by. Yes. <laughs> I like to like get down in the bottom because that's where a lot of the powdered sugar is. Um, the other thing. I have- before we go to the next one, Megan, I have yeah. two tips for oh, making please. good puppy chow. Please. The first is when you're mixing the Chex mix in, yeah. use a soft spatula. You don't want to break Because it. you don't want to break mm. all the pup. Although sometimes that then comes in like a little gooey ball. It's good too, but mm. you don't want to break all of it. And you want to go slow and gentle while yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. second is to put then your what you've just coated for it's a little hot from the pan into a gallon Ziploc bag. Yeah. 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 Dump the sugar powder in there and then mix it up that way. So you get more even coat. I makes me think of that um, scene from billboard dad with Mary Kay and Ashley. If you guys are familiar, what a callback that was a a throwback. I should say the egg in the Ziploc bag and you shake, 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 shake. What are y'all talking about? (laughs) Billboard Dad, Mary Kate Nashley. Don't you remember that movie? movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, movie. I do. Mary Kate Nashley Hive will know. Yeah, yeah. Mary Kate or Ashley. 
Mm. What? <laughs> this is bad. I'm going to say Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I said Mary Kate or Ashley. Oh, the oh the rapid fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> so yeah, yes. The other Christmas treats that I like that are more like very much tied to nostalgia than actual preference or taste, but they're both German. And one of them is called stolen and it's just like a loaf with fruit in it that has like icing sort of around it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Lebkuchen, which are these like Christmas cookies that are very, like they have a lot of different spices in them. And I feel like sometimes they're star shaped, but sometimes they're just like circular, but they're great. And they just like, they are Christmas to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Are they like gingery and like all spice? They're kind of gingery. They're, oh. kind of, they're dark colored. They're like a dark brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's good a lot of times they come in a tin like a german tin it's really mm-hmm. cute yeah love my holiday cookie tin just yeah yeah as a side so my nostalgic foods are or i sorry let me just say my favorite foods for the holidays are peanut butter fudge mm. my mother makes peanut butter fudge every year and she has for i don't even know how many years and there's all, and always it's like given as a gift to other family members, but then we just have a bunch. So we just are always eating it. And she also in the last like 15 years got into candy making every holiday and would make, you know, like make those little, she'd make nut clusters. She still does this. In yes. fact, I think she did it last weekend, nut clusters, chocolate covered nut clusters. And she'd make, get those pep or those sticks, um, those, uh, pretzel sticks, long, ones yeah and dip them in chocolate and then cover them in nuts or cover mm-hmm. them so she's just like and the cookies and what you know there's all that stuff that you could use a crock pot to make it's basically what it boils down to and so we just always have this like homemade like candy in the house which is so fun yeah also sure. one of my favorites is mashed potatoes like if i die young bury me in a vat of mashed potatoes <laughs> I will say most of my favorite things are also like tied to sentimental like memories. Like my grandma um, makes monster. She bakes like the woman is like a machine around the holidays, just bakes, bakes, bakes to her little heart's content. Um, But she, her tradition is to always send us instead of like presents, like she'll send us some money, which is very generous, but she'll also send us like a big shoe box full of cookies, like just a mixed bag, like chocolate chip, like Nestle Toll House cookies. Um, Monster cookies though are my all time favorite. I don't know what that is. So good. It's like you, so her recipe and I've made it before and it makes a monster batch and it also has like a monster ingredients list, like, like peanut butter, oatmeal, um, chocolate chips, M&Ms, like brown sugar, white sugar, like all of the things. And you, okay. her recipe called says to like, make it in a large pot or the bathtub. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's, That's it's so cute. good. Also, this is the one that I was going to save for you guys um, to get to your reaction. Have you ever heard of a thing called barf dip? No. no. Um, uh, formerly known as Rotel dip, <laughs> which is just oh, like yeah, Rotel yeah. and sausage. But um, my family calls it barf dip uh, just because yes. of how it looks. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I like it doesn't it doesn't deter anyone from like finishing the whole thing in the matter <laughs> of like 20 minutes. Um, but yes, barf dip is a, mm. a fan favorite as well. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I feel like in college, it's anytime I went anywhere for anything like any friend that's we had rotel we just made it everywhere mm-hmm. we went yeah yep 
barf dip because we always eat it too like when we play cards which is like Mm. a tradition yeah 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 like if we get enough people around then we'll make some barf dip and play some cards yeah (laughs) oh that's cute Okay. okay um katie what was surprising about working with me and kendra what surprised you how much of an asshole I, I really am. No, <laughs> I can't say that there was anything surprising. Like I, it was exactly what I expected just because you guys are so funny and you, we can uh-huh. literally have a tangent about something completely different than the subject that we started talking about. And it just always makes me laugh. Like Good. inevitably something will make me laugh. I always feel so much better. Um, like after I talk to you guys too, just because you guys have so much like grace to offer and just like humility and like acceptance and understanding and it's just been very positive all around oh thanks those are such nice things you said about megan (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. oh oh it was a joke it was a joke joke. (laughs) (laughs) all right the last thing i want to ask each of you is your favorite um holiday cover song so like not specifically like oh i love a holy night but like Mm. whose version of it do you love this is such a good question. And I'm going to start off with the Christmas song, you know, Chestnuts, but it's mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder and India Ari. And it's ah, beautiful. I'm going to say, while well, Kendra is thinking of her answer, <laughs> I'm going to say, and I don't even know if it's technically a Christmas song, but my favorite things by Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, so good. I just, I get chills. I just ordered um, his Simply Christmas album on vinyl, and I cannot wait to listen to that man's silky smooth voice mm. silky. through my speakers. Oh, so good. The man is. Ugh. The piano solo on that track is yes. real good. Okay, so I, there's no way in hell I could pick a favorite of any of this. So I'm just going to say the first two things that came to my mind, <laughs> yeah. which is, um, Luther Vandross singing anything, any of his Christmas stuff. So okay. Good. Yeah. Um, but the song I've been listening to recently, like, this is such a weird, uh, like on repeat is not a classic Christmas song. In fact, I'm, I think it's an original and it's called hallelujah. And it's, and it's not the holly you think it is. And it's, mm. um, on Carrie Underwood's Christmas album. And it's a duet with John Legend. Oh, John Legend, I think, is becoming like the new king of Christmas. Like, watch out, Michael Bublé. Watch out, Frank Sinatra. (laughs) Harry Connick Jr. Um, Speaking of, how do we feel about original Christmas songs? Like, do we like, like prefer to listen to the classics or do we, are we open to? I like a mix of all. I like a mix of all, but I, I'm really into like indie artist making Christmas yeah. albums and writing fresh songs for Christmas because I think that there's like most of the classics and most of the even most of like the pop stuff that's written is still like all very positive like yeah. it's all written in this yeah. like all about joy but like the, the holiday season Christmas can be really difficult for yeah. people and yeah. so having music that is like not that and to be able to go mm-hmm. to but it's still like uh, reflecting on the holidays and stuff I yeah. think it's really important so I do like, like that stuff like winter song like where yeah, would like we be without song. winter song by Ingrid Michaelson and Sarah Burles yeah. what are, I'm also thinking have you guys heard the Carly Rae Jepsen song no I don't know if you guys are thinking of it it's called it's not Christmas till somebody cries <laughs> <laughs> and it's very funny it's very entertaining um and it's just sure. talking about like 
the like struggles quote-unquote struggles of like being with family around Christmas so it's very I also just need everyone to stop asking if Mary knew I just (laughs) I need us to stop yeah she Mary fucking knew there's a there's a um (laughs) there's a parody of it now I think around it's like Mary fucking knew oh that's hilarious i can't believe that i haven't mentioned river covered by ben platt the Joni mitchell also like another that there's like a few classics but there aren't that many anything yet because you're bleeping out again shit hang on hang on Thank you for saying all those nice things that I should have meetings with you or just like record, listen to this like every morning when I'm getting ready. It'll <laughs> just like set me up on the on the right foot. Yeah. Um, but nice. it's been like a an absolute pleasure to work with you guys this year, and definitely one of the things that I'm most thankful for. Oh, that means a lot. All right, listeners, here's what we want you to do: head over to the podcast page, wherever you listen. Okay, wherever you listen to the podcast. And on, uh, and you can rate and review yeah, the podcast. And if you haven't rated just like, that would be the most amazing Christmas holiday gift you could give yes. us is to go rate the podcast because the more ratings, the more, the more reviews it has, the more people see it. And that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and leave us a little review, even if it's to tell us what your favorite foods are for the holiday. Yeah. Don't know what to say just leave the review and let us know. We read those things. Yeah. Um, a lot, actually. We like go back and read them. Ones that have been mm-hmm. written a long time, we, we go back mm-hmm. and read them. So mm-hmm. um, we would love for you to do that. And um, y'all stay safe, be boundaried, try and have a good time. This holiday season, it might be hard <laughs> for some people, but do your best to find some joy, even if the joy is separating Jeez. yourself. Yes. So we love y'all. Take care. Bye. 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 When the countdown starts and we raise a toast and the snacks we love are there for nibbling, will you come with us and resolve to stop restricting? Maybe you've got that old familiar shame thinking you'll give up sugars fats and grains starting your 13th diet Something worth it and learn to be kind to our bodies.
join us and give up that old restrictive dance. What about no more diets? Something truly worth it. New Year's Eve.